so fly and then go into a medley of do you believe in flub after flub and then what do you believe in flub young girl's heart oh i was taking the harmony the low one (laughs) then we got to another okay the one of the other funny ones Okay, that was the last one. That's the last uh, one. Now we transition into, um, now now I took six out of van, and now we go chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> it's there's white snow outside. See, and then I push you away from the mic, and I go, I pass out. Pam 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 You have to literally go like this with your tongue. Fully out. <laughs> wow, welcome everybody. Um, what a great recording session that was. I, I actually would love to see one of those late night commercials for a CD with all flubber remakes. Crunch, crunch. Sorry, I'm eating chestnuts that have been roasted. On an open fire? Yeah. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> huh? What? No, what's on second? I like your elf well, I costume. Love Thank you. It's actually, ugh, I made a mistake and I got it from the Halloween store. So it is an S-L-U-T-T-Y <laughs> elf costume. My orangutan uh, nips are coming out the bottom. My butt cheeks are all over the place. Um, and and I you're supposed to be that little, that little Zelda elf. I, I'm the little Zelda elf from, um, uh, Legend, from Zelda Legend or from... From Legend of Zelda. Um, I thought you were referring to the Zelda elf, a.k.a. the dentist from the Rudolph one, who kind of also looks like a Zelda oh, character. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is very... I wonder if that was right? the inspiration for Zelda. Yeah, it was. It actually was, and I'm rewriting that history right now. Oh, I, you, you've, not even, you've not even commented on my re- well, realistic to. prosthetics made so that I yeah. look elderly like a Mrs. Claus. I didn't want to because I wasn't sure if you were just having a bad day or what was happening. Um, I'm really glad that those are prosthetics. Uh, You look sickly. Um, There's milk sort of dribbling just down your face. There's like cookies sort of in her. It's really sad, actually. I don't know what you're going for here. Um, Very realistic. You can't tell from the bonnet. I don't know what's under that. You know what? You know why that is? Why? Horror movies, current day horror movies, have mm-hmm. just made you think associate old person, old people, villain, scary, scary, old people equal close to death, old equal people scary. equal the scary monster from a horror movie, not barbarian. Mrs. You Claus. look like the no, you look like the barbarian. <laughs> no, you look like Pearl, but not from Pearl. You look like Pearl from X. <laughs> when she's an older woman. It's kind of freaky. Welcome to 30 Ground 13. Wow, it's only four minutes. Only four minutes, eh? We've um, we've transitioned into a December state of mind. Um, you know, November was for complaining. November was for getting shingles. November was for feeling stiff and bad. December is for still feeling sick and bad, but in a happy Christmas way, a holiday spirit. We've got snow on the ground. We've got um, warmth in our hearts, whatever the fuck. And now we're going to be talking about um, holiday flicks that y'all want us to watch. Starting with the one, the, li- the new, the only, 
Lindsay Lohan flick falling for Christmas that's right we're doing falling for Christmas this week I mean you can tell from the title not really surprised but sort of beyond excited to talk about this flick that I watched yesterday um Liv I know you just came off the watch uh you look tired but in a really good way like your heart is full I am simultaneously speechless Mm -hmm. yes and yet bursting at the seams yes yes okay we have so many fun things this week everyone submitted very fun flubber songs which was like actually actively making me howl feel sick like sick to my stomach and like crampy because they were so funny um mal did um flubber do 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 that like took me out we've got um jazzy um the share flubber song uh we've got so many fun things we had a new friend on tiktok named full sarah she's so sweet at full sarah tiktok friend she messaged about the ring and this is what she said she said oh my gosh i started listening to the podcast i had to listen to the ring episode because it's one of my most favorite scary movies i died when y'all said samara was an influencer at samara (laughs) underscore well girl (laughs) because i was here for halloween once at the time she was so scary i saw this in the theater at my college with a group and after we went to a friend's house where one of them somehow flipped the breaker to the lights and then had the tv turn on full blast and all our bodies turned right inside out from fear i was like why does everyone get pranked about the ring everyone watched the ring and then a prank happened near about the ring basically it was yeah it was kind of the heyday of pranks loved that love that you could call someone hang up so scary uh so thanks sarah um i have a few other things to bring up um okay the song okay so for i have two like kind of quick flubber related stories that i was thinking about after we were talking about it the first one is the song uh, do a little flub, m- make a little flub. Do goo a little dance, make a little flub. I was obsessed with that song as a kid. Get down tonight by um, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Is it Casey? Get down tonight. Yeah, whatever. And one time, um, uh, on our driveway, this is like a very like feverish dream memory. One time in our driveway, I had chalk, and I remember now getting scolded by my mom because I drew this fucking picture of two people dancing like very sexual and wrote do a little dance make a little love and then underneath it wrote um shake your booty and get down tonight I'm not even fucking kidding this like came to me at like 2 a.m like in a fever sweat I like woke up and I was like oh my god I got in trouble for writing chalk on my driveway to that song and I didn't understand (laughs) why I was getting for writing pornography on (laughs) your driveway for all the kids to see (laughs) okay I was like nine nine eight eight or nine like probably old enough I wonder if that's how Danielle Steele the romance novelist (laughs) got her start (laughs) her parents knew from a young age (laughs) It's basically Fifty Shades of Grey for grade two and three students. Was me drawing crude chalk drawings of people like kissing and dancing, and then writing the lyrics: "Do a little dance, make a little love, shake your booty, and get down tonight." And I added "shake your booty." That was that's not in the song. The, that's well, re- that's that, a, yeah. That's shake, made shake, a, shake. You actually I, did a super I, mash bros. <laughs> Shake your okay, uh, transition I... to shake your booty. Da, 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 da. Okay, so it's get down tonight and shake your booty. And it was actually a remix of the two. <laughs> Plus, sort of drawing like sexual like fanfic. 
Um, <laughs> anyways, I blocked that one out really hard, but I actually do wonder because I that Get Down Tonight is one of my still list top listen to songs on my fucking <laughs> Spotify wrapped. And I do wonder if there is um something there. And then the second flubber story I had is when I was little, the song, what would you do if your flub was at home? Uh, the original your son was at home yeah i used to think the lyrics were and i'm not fucking kidding uh what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bathroom floor because he's hungry and the only way to feed him is to slip him some ham with a little (laughs) bit of money (laughs) i thought the mom was slipping ham under the door because the son locked her out because he was mad and that was the only way to feed him (laughs) was to slide ham under the door to him and that was the first indication that you would be a storyteller Everyone from that day knew I was going to be big. I was going to be huge. Well, I knew that like the when I was a kid, that song, so many lyrics threw me for a loop as a little... I loved that song, but absolutely yeah. had no goddamn clue when they're talking no, about... Oh, sleep with a man, huh? Just sleep in the bed with him? Who cares? Hey, why would you guys be sharing one bed? No, also the <laughs> lines about like rock... Um, oh yeah drug and um a drug <sighs> crack, a drug rock. reference yeah. and some reference to him being in jail or something i can't remember what the lyrics are oh, it's been honey. so long since i was a little kid who would recite every single line and that's out of our wheelhouse and i i didn't have a clue but slip him some ham with a little bit of money here's <laughs> oh your ham God. here's your you're, money you're go to school like a little, uh, <laughs> you're kind of like a little weird owl <laughs> a little tiny weirdo. Okay, you're playing me in um the weirdo. new biopic Bio. of me being weird al weird al because I got everything wrong and I was a kid. Anyways, I weird al that song as a kid, and I really wanted to tell you that. Um, okay, also this I found this right after we finished recording, and I feel like this is so nineties two thousands like like you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. and it's and it's the herbal essence commercial that oh, I sent you. Oh my. Gosh. Did that not transport you back to okay? I f- now I'm I flew a child. Out my window. I fucking grabbed my window and I, the pane, and I smacked my fucking head <laughs> off it because I was like, ah, oh, I need this out of my head. Um, the herbal essence commercial I'm referring to is the one where there's a man and a woman, and the woman is in a truck stop, and she gets all kind of messed up when she drops off her truck and then she goes in the bathroom and uses the herbal essence and the guy's fixing her truck and she's in the bathroom and she she has a giant has orgasm a, she has a giant oh she owes she has an orgasm it, which because of the herbal which, essence feeling so good on her hair making 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 families watching television around the world feel awkward as fuck we're trying to watch what are we trying uh, to watch the simpsons uh, i don't even know uh, what we'd be sense- watching people people we're trying to watch malcolm in the middle uh, uh, someone's asleep at the wheel you're letting me watch people smoke and watching me watch herbal essence doing sex like that and Sick. watching a woman unaccompanied at a random truck stop in the middle of wow. nowhere yeah and that was actually the scariest part and then she comes out and the guy working in our truck has been listening and basically probably stroking <laughs> his ding dong the whole time and he so he can't even work on the truck so he doesn't finish it and, and he goes oh, he oh sh- take another sure second quotes her way too much says um this will cost about um let me well, think twenty five thousand yeah. dollars 
Now it's going to be more because you owed in the bathroom and actually I'm hourly. So sorry. <laughs> the, other, the other thing too, why were all those hair commercials always about women going, yes, yes, yes. Because that's what they think makes women go wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have actually come a long way. We did actually used to think women washing their hair was the closest thing they get the to orgasming. That's the peak of women's satisfaction. And I Is won't- hair and makeup. I'm so horny for how good my hair looks for my (laughs) husband. Um, I will say getting your hair washed by someone else feels great. It's in the realm of like ASMR. It's ASMR. Put me to sleep. I'm a sleepy baby. But you know what the I was sex thinking about? Thing, I, why the hell did they like try to convince us that? It made no goddamn sense. Anyway, sorry. That's a wild commercial. And it is. So, I feel like it was on every friggin' commercial break i feel like there were different variations of them like i feel like it was like excuse me i have to just go to the bathroom and then the woman has an orgasm and inappropriate people hear it and then she comes out yes yes since we're basically in tv corner i was just watching um that new documentary on netflix xanax and take your pills (gasps) and that Zanny the nanny. First of all, I highly recommend because it's really fascinating. But they were talking in that this documentary about how uh, a psychiatrist was talking about how they used to have to like convince people you have depression um, Mm. because there was such a stigma against like depression, anxiety, whatever. It would take like multiple visits just to convince someone really? that they even had those things. But then there was a stigma. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Isn't that wild? It's thank it's God so it's completely gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. But <laughs> she was saying how it was so crazy to see the turning point when the FDA approved drug companies doing oh, commercials. Interesting. And that <gasps> began the onslaught of like. I guess the big business of drugs and then people coming into her and being like, so I'm looking into this medication. I want to take this, this, this. My friend's on this thing. Um, Anyway, and it got me thinking about all those fucking... Hey, do you not feel like your whole childhood was commercials about someone... Some sad, blobby cartoon character trudging through the rain. And it has a rain cloud above its head. Yes. uh, And they're drawn. They're drawn like... Um, the Red Bull gives you wings. Oh commercial. yes, yes, yes. That They're same drawn kind like of that. It's like, ba-da-da-doom, ba-da-da-doom, ba-da-da-doom. and it's like, he's got this permanent rain cloud following yes. him. But then it takes this oh. drug, and a sunshine and comes the sunshine out. comes out, and a dog comes up, and he pets the dog, like, and that yes. was so. Yes. That was every single commercial. Yeah, it was so true. They barely even changed the cartoon for it. <laughs> and if they used real life actors, they still basically did the same fucking thing. Walking and sad and looking totally. at the window. Well, and then it's and then it's like elderly couple um at some having function yeah. dancing. Oh, dancing. <laughs> What's the You know what the worst one is? The Lyrica commercial. That's about what have nerve they got pain. Going on? Oh, well, I've become familiar. I've become right. familiar you're a with Lyrica. Supporter of that. You're you're basically <laughs> this is my a Robaxaset doll. I'm a Robaxaset doll right now. I've got so much Robaxaset pumping if, through my if body. If we could see what's going on, we would just see red flares all over your body. And I'm bent over with my one hand <laughs> on my back. 
and then the pin comes in okay and I stand up why straight. has no one done a horror movie that's that about character the doll? small or big would it be a giant robaxoset doll or a small miniature like the borrowers bloom house bloom bloom brothers let me pitch to you an idea of a movie have you ever heard of robaxoset uh, ma'am how did you get in this building <laughs> at security <laughs> um i think i think a robaxoset man regular size <laughs> with like always an invisible... holding his back that's scary you close the mirror in the bathroom or back to set man in the tub holding his back that's scary <laughs> um okay i i went down a rabbit hole um into the Brit- britney spears um thing where everyone thinks she's missing and i guess i found out there's a new conspiracy group called be anon um i don't think i want to go into that because there's a lot there and i was half asleep when i wrote that for you but is that something that's interesting to you have are you following britney spears no all right well maybe we'll leave that well for i think listeners. we should get back into christmas and i actually think we should initiate our first ever inaugural christmas corner where we update kind of where where we're at with christmas what's going on with the house what's going on with the gifts what's going on oh. with the snacks what's going on with you know hey, you preparations <laughs> you pissed me off right <laughs> well i have an ffc it's sort of a little tiny embarrassing one. Um, I'm in love with this shortbread called um, this shortbread. And called it's at what? my grocery. Um, oh, well, that's sort of the thing. So I thought it was called shorty. S-H-O-R-T-Y. Shorty. My little shorty. And I know that the grocery store near my house had some, but they didn't have some when I went to go look for it because I wanted to buy some for Sean. So I went up and I said, do you know, do you guys have shorty here? And they said, what? And I said, do you have shorty? and they said what are you talking about i said shortbread so we walk over and i go yeah it's called shorty and she goes oh um and i was like oh there it is right there she was like oh shorts and i was like sorry (laughs) and i don't know what this was like a bernstein berenstein but i full full blown mandela this i thought it was called shorty i've been telling people for two years my favorite shortbread is called shorty and it's actually called short. It's like Lil Bow Wow's um, brand of shortbread. It felt like, yeah, it felt like modern and hip, but it's not. And I thought it was a small fucking company. I looked it up today. It's not. It's a massive company. That well, makes that's not on you because Shorties is actually such a cuter name. Shorties is cute, Shorties. eh? Yeah. Yeah, no. And I fully got someone to come over and say, where's your short, where's your short, where's your short brag called shorty? Like I'm truly becoming a a mom, (laughs) but with no kids. Do you know what I mean? I'm always asking people at fucking grocery stores for shit now. I never used to do that. I'm always like, do you have Perrier? It's like, ugh, if they don't see it, then just leave. Why am I doing that? And then you're starting a conversation with them about it. Sometimes just to talk. Like, sometimes literally just to talk. Oh, God. I have this recurring sort of horrific... It it goes in my file of uh, horrific random memories of humiliation that Mm -hmm. will suddenly come to fruition in my brain out of nowhere with zero prompting. Oh, oh, an intrusive thought. A literal intrusive thought, yeah. It's um, this thing I just came up with where... (laughs) It only happens to me. Uh, It's not related to another illness. You're probably not going to be able to relate to this, but one of these memories... Uh, an intrusive, intrusive thought. thoughts is <laughs> one of these quick is hard a me- painful memories <laughs> is a memory 
of me doing the same thing, trying to start a conversation with a teenage sales associate at a no. pet value store, oh, uh, talking true. about how my dogs feel about certain treats. Yes, and he yes. literally cuts me off in the middle and just goes, the total is, <laughs> and it was pretty much the most deflating thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I gotta tell you, Any, that anytime is, I need confidence for something, I'm taken back to that moment and I say, I'm not worthy. That is classic dog park <laughs> conversation sometimes. I've got a lot of like really nice friends at the dog park, but whenever I have to talk to like a really new person and we it's, start talking about like, my this, dog likes it's chicken. This line. It's this line. Uh, this guy will eat garbage. Meanwhile, he'll turn his nose up at, at the nicest treat. It's 1930. Okay, I'm telling that joke every day at the dog <laughs> Thank park. You. Well, this I'm teen literally telling wasn't that joke. amused. He was like, "Can this, can this um, 40 year old mom?" He's stop like, "Security, to me? yeah, dude." I feel so fucking like elderly everywhere I go now. I'm always like, "Oh, the Boston lettuce is very cleaned here. I didn't have to even <laughs> wash it through." It's like, who the fuck am I talking? This person doesn't care. Just because they're working here, why am I holding them hostage? Anyways. Okay, well, what's your house like for Christmas? You got your big-ass tree. Guys, it's Christmas. We're in the first week of December. Uh, in my household, we do observe Christmas. Your Christmas I heads. I am famously... I'm self-deemed. Christmas head. Famously, um, giant Christmas head. Love but, Christmas. Yeah. I was an only yeah. child. Spoiled yeah. brat. brat. Love Christmas. Love Love the tree, love the presents, love the food, uh, 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 love okay. looking at the, uh, love looking at the snow, uh, love watching the movies. Taking a break from everything, no responsibility oh. when you're a teen. Okay, oh. and that's the meat and potatoes of it. Um, they really take me back to the, like the Friday night of the last oh week of school. My. Okay, we fly like I just came. I love. <laughs> that is yes, the greatest. Yes. <laughs> that is I'm a Pantene girl. That is the greatest feeling of all time. I guess yeah. that was my initiation into <laughs> into uh, what's the word? Hopelessness, worthlessness, um, wanting to just not exist oh my god same the yeah, lack of responsibility of responsibilities and lying like a lump literally the rest of the world doesn't hold you hostage accountable any to anything yeah nothing yeah you're yes, just free i absolutely wow. love it and it's a no holds barred with eating so also yeah food's showing up and you did nothing to prepare them oh my okay god. my life will never live up to that anyways continue so foods. i love it and um yeah so it's all begun it started with the Black Friday deals and we're yeah. ordering gifts. Okay, as much yeah. as I'm a spoiled brat who loves to get gifts. You're also a spoiled brat who loves to give gifts. I'm a spoiled brat who loves genuinely <laughs> to give gifts. And yeah. if anything, I, I, and I'm not just saying this, I actually get more joy out of giving a really good gift. And it gives me a lot of satisfaction. 1000% agree. And I do think we're on the same wavelength with this. And I do think it's because... I love giving gifts. Well, (laughs) at the end of the day, I do think it's because neither of us will let money be an issue in terms of buying. (laughs) If I have $600 in my bank account, I'll spend 550 of it on whatever the hell I want because I'm terrible with money. And and then I just sit there and then wait for some more to come in from my job. But that's the thing. But is that the worst attitude to be like, I'm going to buy this extravagant gift for the person even if I don't really have the money? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I am then. Well, in my head, it's fine. Going, oh no, now I've got to eat P. 
peanut butter for three days but like <laughs> our greatest ethos ethos pathos our, pathos our greatest motto our greatest motto in life is money can't take it with you can't take it with you if you learn anything from this podcast it's that and frankly i don't make enough to have that <laughs> mentality but i have it well and we also don't make enough to take it with us no there's not a i don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but I, I genuinely do believe in the Gifting reciprocity others. of the universe yeah. and if i give i shall receive Oh, I, yeah, I love seeing people happy and knowing that I created that. And is that a control issue? Maybe. Well, and is that more about me wanting to control how they feel about me? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Themes to I mean, explore. That has shifted for me is that I do love giving gifts more and picking them out for people now and going, oh, they're going to love this. Then I do like getting them. And, 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 and maybe part of that is because we just buy whatever we want for ourselves. <laughs> I do think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> At all like, times. No no gift you're going to get me. I'll get it for myself. Don't worry. There's no the such gift thing that you as tried a gift. to get me, I just bought for myself I yesterday. bought two of them. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah. So I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe we're just obsessed with shopping too. And buying for others and is, is an excuse to Boo. do more and more and more of it. I'm having fun Anyways. with shopping. I've got multiple lists on the go right now. We've got boxes is coming every day for other oh people's gifts oh my god my house looks like an amazon warehouse no it's it's actually tragic how much i how much stress that the holidays bring for the amount of shit that's bought okay, the clutter is a it's so bad problem because not only are things arrive packages arriving and then i have i have this stuff but yeah. also i don't even feel like i can get rid of the boxes because i'm no. like this is a perfect totally. box to wrap the gift in and i'm keeping all these different sizes of boxes so that i have options for when i begin my wrapping totally and also too i'm getting upset because there is nothing junkier than christmas decorations yes i love my snowman yes i love the little guy that rides in the fucking sleigh he's cute but holy <laughs> hell if these things don't look like fucking trash that somebody just left in my house Okay, I definitely don't have what I would love, which is beautiful aesthetic no. Christmas things. I have a Coca Cola. I have a Coca Cola bear, polar bear, snow globe. I've got polar bear snow globe. I've got basically nativity <sighs> scenes, um, but with bears from hallmark hallmark used to do these little things where you'd buy the different pieces probably each piece costs like twenty dollars and it's like here's the papa bear here's oh the fireplace here's the mama God. bear here's the rocking chair and invest yeah. in next year maybe you'll have half the nativity <laughs> set. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. remember that shit at our place right now we used to have um an old school remember those porcelain ones and you put the light in them and it turns on of a town we saw about like a town and we would set it up on this little table and then sean got badly electrocuted by one of the bulbs and so we had to get rid of it um but that thing looked like someone came and dumped a trash bin on a fucking <laughs> table man that's they're my so things too dirty. they're junky junky they're so junky, junky. Ah, i feel like, bad they're not junky they're family heritage items sh- they can hear you they can no i'm looking at the this bears, tree i feel bad the bears are upset that i said that i'm looking at this fucking tree right now this time this mini tree 
it's missing its head <laughs> oh it doesn't even god. have a top oh my god it, the lights are falling off of it look at this there's literal junk hanging off this little tree i'm showing olivia right now yet every year it's going up why we decide we're going to get our tree i'm so excited i've been wanting to get our tree the tree signifies in the household Christmas has truly commenced, you know? I love that. I have only ever had real trees. I am a real tree girl through and through. And, and I respect you for that. I just can't go back on it. And last year, I do feel we got fleeced. We kind of, There was like a Christmas tree <laughs> mm-hmm. shortage last year. There's and one this year, too. You know why? Because in 2008, because of the economic what do you call that not a regression recession Recession. jesus christ recession uh because of the recession they didn't plant as many trees and so now we're feeling the brunt of it wow that's uh, that's incredible that you have that knowledge i heard it in an uber on the radio (laughs) (laughs) so so i so last year we were forced to go to like a fancy a fancy you know oh it was a uh, real uh like Christmas a with the, with, what not the, with the cranks, hell are uh, those place places called like edward's garden boutique no. bougie oh, guys what is that place called sherway no garden? no <laughs> no <laughs> what the hell is that place called no you're not gonna get it, it. plants Move on. and stuff <laughs> what the fuck is harper's that harper called? lee no. lee valley it's a classic harper's. it's a classic <laughs> no this can't happen this is retirement it's Too like Freddy a greenhouse girls. place that has expensive girls, nice lunch, plants <laughs> lunch is being served in the oh, in the God. dining room we're coming <laughs> anyways so i can't we went to one of those places <laughs> i'm gonna kill you I restoration need hardware there's one at young and eglinton no it's like a no what is the don't word? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking word I'm searching for. Berries. Um, no. <laughs> no. The shoe it's company. Noah's. Sporting life. No, it's in the vein of like garden center. Like, this is so. I'm going to tear my own wretched. Bob's garden center? No. Anyway, I'll call my mom later. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to call my mom. So we went to a place like that. We got a tree. We spent a million dollars on it. It was the most I'd ever spent on a Christmas tree cut to this year we're going to get our tree i say i know exactly where we should go i saw a lot at dufferin mall famously not a very high-end mall so in my head it was like dufferin mall tree lot yeah that's gonna be the dollarama of tree lots yeah four dollars so we're looking at these trees and they're nice trees and we see one guy and we say that would be the perfect guy and we asked the girl, how, how much? How much for this tree in the window? And and she says, 120. Oh, I was going to say 149, just as a guess. And we say, sorry, oh, what did you just say to me? Plus tax or tax, <laughs> tax included. Anyway. No, no, just we, one uh, tree. <laughs> not, not the whole lot. And so we, but because we were so lazy and haven't done any research, yeah. we were like, oh, fuck it. That's, that's fair. And we were like, you know what? It's a perfect tree. So whatever. We get this tree. We bring it home. We're like, wow, we've really done it. Look at this beautiful tree. Cut to an hour later. Guess who's got Christmas tree syndrome? Uh, what's that? Basically, <laughs> having allergies to a Christmas tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have been 
deathly ill since we brought this tree into what? the house. What? What kind of allergies? Sniffling and so it started and... kind of like my mystery allergy that I will sometimes get for the past few years. Yeah, that yeah. Still, <laughs> that no never, one has diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what. I can't even name one common thing that makes it happen other than it's always at night so it's like my eyes started feeling weird my sinuses started closing up and then I was having a terrible headache it's happened many a time on this podcast killing me oh my god my head felt like so much pressure my stomach started feeling queasy oh my god this tree's really fuck dogging you so eventually I'm like, this tree's doing it. I got to go. The I'm going in the bedroom. I'm closing the door. It eventually subsides. <gasps> I say, maybe it was unrelated. I come back out later. <laughs> I sit beside the tree. Immediately starts again. No way. You're allergic to your Christmas tree? I'm allergic to my Christmas tree. So what are you going to do? Exposure therapy. Okay. You're going to ignore it. That is what I'm hearing from well, that. What the hell else am I going to do? This, is a, this tree was a fortune and I'm not going without a real tree. So I'm just going to have to force myself. <laughs> to, I'm going to expose myself to it as much as possible and pray that it goes away. Well, my sis is always allergic to literally anything possible. Every type of grass, every type of whatever. I wonder if she's got this one too. I have to ask her. Well, I've never experienced this before. It's What's new. in it? damn those recession christmas trees they pump them with uh <laughs> with corn or some shit <laughs> they pumped them with something crazy dang i can't believe that that's so sad well i'm sitting over here with my fake ass christmas tree your nose is clear as a whistle yeah no oh no 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 i still have millions <laughs> of other ailments so here's the thing right that's the lesson you buy a real tree you're allergic to it dang but you don't buy a real tree you have a fake tree you still got other shit going on so don't even worry about it if every day is a fucking hell over here so don't worry what kind of hell you want to be in essentially is the question well i definitely always want to be with real tre- i stand with i want to be a real, real tree hell i love that that's a really fun way to dive in my elf <laughs> costume is getting fucked right now it's so itchy and gross um your I took off my prosthetics, prosthetics yeah they're gone thank god they were really freaking me out again you look like pearl from the movie x and with that let's dive in this is probably gonna be a long one but whatevs i feel like it deserves it what Honestly, do you think i'm kind of worried this is gonna be a two-parter because i know my I- hand truly developed carpal tunnel from the furious note-taking well we could always do two parts with this and then just try to get the next two in one i've got pages upon pages of notes well if this is a two-parter we apologize but it might actually deserve it tbh and frankly um well and frankly we're already 40 minutes and and frankly uh we are actually the podcast (laughs) over we actually missed it completely we couldn't even get to part one (laughs) Um, well, with that being said, let's dive into the 2022 Lindsay Lohan vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Dale Carson. No, you're not diving in. Sorry, I was listening to that NG, is a Nancy, Nancy Grace. Grace no, reference. no, no, Dale. Speak plain English. H <laughs> E double hockey sticks. <laughs> Dale, you're taking me through hell and back. Okay, so. Falling for Christmas, 2022. Lilo, we got Cord Overstreet from Glee. We've also got the cutest little girl who's missing one tooth. We have a grandma. And then we've got another character that I love named Tad. And I don't know who the actor is. Your face. You, you loved that character? I That's think incredible that because one of my notes deemed him, quote unquote, 
unwatchable. Maybe I came all the way around with him. George Young. George Young. Okay, so... (laughs) We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I got my gloves out. I don't (laughs) care. I'll fight the fuck out of you, bro, on that. Okay, so we are going to be on different sides of the aisle. Where do you stand on the dad? Milk. Milk toast. Literally couldn't be more plain. No feelings. man who walked off the street has never acted in his life. Man who walk in and walk out of scene. Hello, Lindsay. You my daughter. Okay. Like, just so plain. So not sticking out nothing. You forgot to mention one more huge actor. Ali Lohan. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so you know I'm so smug and smirking. Right I know now you that did you that didn't because notice you knew because that I didn't because know. I knew you were going to try brat. to steal my thunder and say that you s- spotted her. Um, no, yeah, what? Who is she? Yeah, who do you think she is? Oh, she's oh, one of the, the members of friend. the posse. No, she's and one of the she- members of the posse of the concierge crew who come in and check in on her. Who say this just came from Milan? Milan girl, that. That actual address was very cool, the one that came from Milan. But, okay, who is Allie, though? Is that the little sister? So cute. She only has a little... Kate Richeski plays... I don't know who that is. I'm just looking at names. She plays the the young couple that's in the sled when they find her. Who's and she? she looks identical to fucking Lauren Lapkus. Oh, I yes, get that I could out see of my that. goddamn brain, y'all. Yeah, why? Did it feel like that Look sleigh at, couple were? Why were they featured? Figuring so prominently in the movie, and yet didn't have a story. Yeah, we're were absolutely seconds, pointless. Li- we're completely irrelevant. They had no story. I feel and like yet we stuff really focused cut, in like, on them as if they were like, going to be important, important at some point. I know. But by Sarah, I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be two parts. I can feel this. <laughs> um, okay. I we think it's worth it. To the credits, I think it's worth it. I do have comments about <laughs> I think it's worth it. But you know what? We'll pro- we'll make a promise to do the next two. We'll get them in one. Whatever that takes. Guys, if you've we'll seen get this them in movie. One. If you've seen you this know movie, what we're talking you know about. that this movie needs two parts. Okay, this is what I was going to say. You know, we all know that I've done an Xmas flick. We all know I did one last year. And, you know before oh, oh my god i didn't even think about this like you are coming to this episode with a level of empathy and understanding towards your fellow thespian and there it is right there okay I, that's that's incredible i actually i've done one. put that together i did one we filmed it for a month i also um before this absolutely hated them thought they were so garbage was well like, it's of the same tone as this movie exactly and it's like who watches this this is so dumb it's like infantilizing women there's all this prop blah 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 there's all this it's stuff cartoonish. about it it's cartoonish it's like can you at least put effort into the stuff that you're sending out what i will say is as someone who's acted in this people enjoy them dude no matter how bad they are people love them and i get messages about my Xmas movie being like it brightened my spirits which is like who the fuck am i to be like this shit's garbage you know what i mean like okay whoa that's cool you never told me that it's very nice i don't know i'm thinking being okay, too vulnerable well, right now it's freaking me out yeah you're lot. being really nice but and genuine and but it's so but I'll, that's the thing so that's where i'm coming off, from it i am not a thespian have never acted in one of these movies so ground I, me ground me i Come back. won't be having any empathy for them thank you i will have no problem ripping them to shreds and this 
was tough for me because you love love Lilo. I want the best for her. Yeah. And and this was not. This was a toughie. Now, did I have a blast watching it? Of course. Do I recommend everyone watch it? I loved watching it. Okay. It's It's a run, don't walk. Yeah. And it's and honestly, if you go into it with the mentality of this is gonna be bad, but I'm gonna have fun, then you leave kind of being like, isn't that the point of art to just for two hours not think about my own life and just sit and chill for a bit? Maybe sometimes but it's about it's that. The I fact don't know. That she's in it. This is a this is a flick that is reserved for the Candace Cameron yes bu- beauties. I learned it as beauty of the actually, of the eh? worlds. Oh, or, or for the or for the Lacey Chabert's of yes. the world. Lacey you know? really kills these movies. And and this say. has become her wheelhouse. Totally. And she's done a million of them. And and some but of to see our girl Lilo reduced to this. It's not there isn't enough comedy in it for her. I really think she could have been like given more material to work with and be funny with. However, there's so much exposition in these. They got they got to move. Every scene is like the the old library's haunted. We've got to go get the ghosts. Well, what ghosts? Well, it's a ghost from me. Like every scene, there's so much information where you're like, we don't even have time to be like cute and funny at all. So I was kind of on that. And then also too, like I don't know, she just seems kind of like lackluster a little bit. She seemed kind of sad. Well, you know what it was. Is it the Botox? She seemed no. To me, it was like rusty. Rusty. You know, it's like you can tell that these are not muscles. She's worked much recently and she's getting back into it. But I also think there's hope because I saw the bloopers at the end and she was genuinely having fun and laughing with her pal Cordover Street. Okay, so let's not even get to the bloopers because that warrants an episode of its own. That is actually going to be the part three is just the bloopers at the end. I don't know. I I was mixed. Like I expected it to be really fucking bad from the trailers, and so it was pretty much on par with what I expected. You know who I want a Christmas movie for, and I could feel good for them and not kind of like, Ugh, like it's a step bummed. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda Bynes, and it's like let's get her. You know, <laughs> her, her know. image. <laughs> Her image recently, her, her image recently might be better suited to like more of like the lifetimes where it's like, like I shot TV. my neighbor, my mom wasn't my real mom, I the sister the, who the kills. sister she met online, <laughs> like which that's a that's a type of movie I fucking love. Yeah. I love to put on one of those types of movies during the day. It's soothing to me. Yeah, and it is really. Soothing, I would so you actually don't have to pay be, attention. <laughs> I would actually be so happy to see her in one of those. Do you want to know what is empowering for Lilo is that she's an executive producer on this. So she was involved Uh, in the making of it and said, I want to be in it. Uh, I think that's a vanity title. I know. No, I think Is there much behind it? Would she really have done anything? No, but she cast, she probably helped with casting and stuff. And like, certainly her sister's in it. And I'm not. <laughs> what does that say? Uh, all I'll say is I think she was like, I want to be in a Christmas movie. I think this will be a fun thing for me to do and get back into it. I'm But you're acting. at the beginning of your career. Am I? I'm 30. Yes. I'm no, old. but you're, I'm old you're at the beginning of your trajectory. You're just starting to go up. She has already. She did Mean Girls. Oh, you mean it's like the CEO coming back after 
a drug problem in dancing in Mykonos in that silver suit. And then, you know, the CEO of McDonald's is now coming back and flipping burgers. Yeah, sure. It's that. It's that old that old trope <laughs> you did mean girls one of the most well-respected funny best movies and now you're doing a netflix christmas movie that sucks i get it i just yeah i think i think maybe that thought scares me so much that you can be on top of the world and then you can come to the bottom of Marianne's trench <laughs> so quickly that yeah yeah panic. maybe that scares go. me well, do we start? I don't know. Yeah, we start. Yeah, we start. And my very first note is, oh, good grief. Even the font is bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> the font of the title when it shows okay. up. Okay, it's ay, like ay, ay. Polar Express in nature or something. Okay, so these opening credits and the font and everything and the way it was shot and the way it was edited. High you quality. know what it made me think of? What? Well, I found it it had a quality of you know what it made me think of yeah it was like dual star if they were operating today oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. was kind of in that vein but with more money and current day technologies it's so fucking outdated to have a like we're going to the mountains with the <laughs> opening credits that's so like 2001 to me it's so boring yeah. that's how we start though we go through the mountains this was filmed in salt lake city i did have to look that up because i did think it was filmed in blue mountain and convinced myself of that for a really long time mm. um i thought those mountains were in blue aka collingwood ontario blue okay. mountain and i just have to say i would actually love to spend a christmas in, in like a in like oh, a, a cabin colorado like like somewhere kind of like quaint okay. you're like going a, a little bit bigger than i mean I a whistler going. like a you know like something that's so like ooh, cozy cabin i don't want to toot my own horn but i did spend new year's in grade eight when i had my first sip of alcohol orange and vodka and i spent that at a little establishment called horseshoe valley ontario berry ontario which is a tiny single ski slope that i went down and i was feeling like a snow bunny i felt like a new year's eve ski snow bunny and pretended i was drunk in the hallways obviously we're loving this um, so I guess I kind of have been a little bit of a Sierra Belmont in my own way. <laughs> Sierra Belmont. Well, and that's a perfect segue because once we finish all the panning the shots panning of and the, the snow and the mountains and the, and the people in the resort town I, and, oh, you the know, the snow, hustle the, and bustle of the ski slopes. A, ski, a skier going a little bit slow motion. We're seeing the really nice <laughs> snow kicking up. People, people in a hot tub. Okay. A, a I, cool mountain stop. resort. That hot tub, I got to tell you, it's like they made this movie around that fucking hot tub. That hot tub was the featured shots seven that, times. Oh, my God. The two it pe- ends on it. The two the whole people movie, <laughs> dancing. The whole movie and, ends on it wraps a shot of that hot with tub. the hot tub. We're pulling away from the hot tub. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, it is this... <laughs> same shot okay. of the hot the big tub feature of this then, hot tub is hey guess what the the wall of the hot tub is transparent glass okay you could see it from the outside you can see people's legs okay if they were standing downstairs if you peed in that hot tub everyone would be able to see is what i'm saying if you have farted <laughs> bubbles would come out people could see it that is what this it is a glass hot tub at the top of a um a well, so you'd either suite. have to be 
on a hoverboard yeah outside of it or looking you're, you're looking with binoculars <laughs> or drone from the ground floor but you drone. Still, but you can still see it though you still can see those naked i mean bathing suit ladies sort of dancing and i think they literally got to this hotel like the director the cinematographer the dp got there and went okay we're featuring this shot get me a drone because we're featuring this fucking hot tub because it's literally in the movie seven times miss belmont i really don't like that name oh my god okay so 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 what we are setting up here is we have got a little paris heiress of of this see-through hot tub resort yeah and oh her name's belmont the resort is belmont and because we because we get woken up by an alarm that says, uh, "Good morning, Miss Belmont," and then you see her hand reach over to the bedside table. And again, this is supposed to be like she is a Paris Hilton She's heiress. She's rich, y'all. She reaches over to a nightstand that is the type of dark bum bum you out wood. Yeah. Uh, from a <laughs> courtyard Marriott. In my bedroom. Yeah. And a phone that would also be found at a courtyard at a, Marriott yeah, twenty a, years ago. A garden suite, a homewood that, garden suite <laughs> that has Belmont Hotel on it. And right away, I'm taken out because I'm saying, "Well, this looks well, like this shit. Sucks. Yeah, it, this room sucks. You're telling me like she's the heiress of this entire." <laughs> I'm, I'm the heiress of the Econolodge. I'm the heiress of the Howard Johnson Corporation. <laughs> I don't like the name Belmont either, and that is because I used to smoke cigarettes, and it is really bringing me back to being in Belmont grade 10. Miles. Rio Be- Belmont Be- Miles. I was Belmont Kings, girl. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm only thinking about that, and thinking of Lindsay dancing in Mykonos, and thinking of her party girl lifestyle, and then putting cigarettes on top of it, and just thinking about wrinkles and blah, blah, blah. I don't think us non-smokers have that association. What do you think when you hear Belmont? Well, I'm also just not liking it because it's so heavily associated with, as she says, uh, when people look at me, all they see is the daughter of Beauregard Belmont, the the hotel magnate. I don't even... (laughs) Okay, the way she says magnate is brutal. Okay, Beauregard. Okay, don't even... (laughs) <laughs> Don't start me on Beauregard. If that was a famous man's Okay, so name, we need a whole episode about okay, Beauregard. So we are actually 34 seconds into the movie, and we've actually been talking for an hour now. There, Beauregard Belmont, if that was someone's name and I was a magazine editor, I'd be like, we're never covering this person. I fucking hate that name. I literally am not typing this like, name Like, I just don't want anyone to have to read it in their head. I don't want people to have to hear it. Yeah, I'm not putting this out into the world. Yeah, it's really unsavory. I hated hearing it. Apparently. I hated hearing her say, say it. it. No one should be made to say Beauregard Belmont. Well, and that, it's not helping her acting. No, it's not it's helping the rusty up. acting to give her these horrible names to have to say naturally. Throw me a goddamn bone, Dale. Okay. No, Curti- no, Dale Curtis Carson. Pike. <laughs> Curtis Pike. What's, what's the other of Pike Stephanie- Resorts. <laughs> Honestly, that would be preferable. <laughs> you don't like Curtis Pike? Curtis Pike is like a snowboarder that like comes okay, and fine. dates Okay, well. fine. Howard. Uh, oh. Howard. Uh, Howard Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> 
Howard Wait, is Marriott. Howard Johnson? Johnson. What are those hotels? Howard they, they were so big in the 70s. And I guess they had, I don't know what the fuck they were, but they were like the first kind of like hotel for like businessmen to stay in. Okay. Robert. Robert. California. <laughs> okay. We live again. Robert of, Caviar. Okay, actually, maybe. Stunning. Robert. Okay. I've got one. John Carhart. The Carhart Hotel. Well, that just makes me think of Cam that. Camping of Amazon, car, that brand. That, <laughs> that clothing brand. Okay, that, maybe actually Beauregard Belmont rare. is fine. And actually, maybe we should <laughs> maybe we should just give up and say it is actually hard to think of a Alexander, fancy Alexander. Tiptown. Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now I really am putting myself now in the actually, shoes of the writers in the writing room. Okay. S- Zachariah. Okay, that's no. too much already. Okay. <laughs> it's not a Mormon cult. Well, they are in Salt okay. Lake City, actually. James? <laughs> James? James, great. What would a hotel name be? I'm staying at the... <laughs> that actually that actually could be a thing. I'm Lofton? Staying at, I'm staying at the... The Lofton. I'm staying the at... The Lofton. The Lofton. I'm staying at James Lofton's hotel. Okay, that sounds like a memoir novelist. Hawk. Hawk. Hawk? Hawker. Okay, that is... Hawkley Valley. That okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Well, I, you, you know, you know what? You know what? I'm I'm big enough to admit when I'm wrong. Actually, Beauregard Belmont is perfect. totally fine. Thank you for coming over that. <laughs> okay, so Lila wakes up. She's like, she's like, I'm not spoiled. We see she's really spoiled. She's got all these cool outfits. She's a little heiress. She's talking to her Tad, who I thought was her assistant at first because they don't have any um, chemistry at all. Um, She's on the phone with him and I forget what she's saying. She's talking about how she doesn't want to work for her dad. I thought it was her gay best friend. I did too. And she's talking about how she doesn't want to work for her dad and yada, 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 yada. I don't want to be a hotel heiress. wants her to be the vice president of Atmosphere. That couldn't mean less to me. I have no idea what that means. She actually wants a career as an influencer instead, is what she mentions here. Well, because Tad is an influencer. Right. Well, there is so much happening in such a short amount of time. I feel like I'm transcribing a court case right now. (laughs) I would love a team like this while I'm at Blue Mountain getting me ready and such. Okay, and I have been to Blue Mountain (sighs) twice, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about as if I go there all the time. Well, I would just like that every day. She has a flurry of people come in. They're doing her nails. They're doing her hair. They're feeding her champagne. They're giving her caviar. They're picking her outfits. Imagine waking up and um, having someone to massage your neck and back. Me me over here so sickly with... Post herpatic neuralgia. Shingles. Imagine someone could just rub my neck. <laughs> Robaxaset. Okay, cord over street. More like, more like cord over highlighted. Over highlighted his hair. Oh. <laughs> cord overtoned. Uh, because he, when he takes off that helmet and reveals his, his. Blonde locks, blonde locks, <laughs> Pantene style. Oh my god! It is so jarring to the senses. Okay, he is definitely not using purple shampoo. It is <laughs> so yellow. <laughs> it's literally like Simpson yellow, like that color. <laughs> 
And the way that the um, mountain is picking up the different tones, not good. <laughs> <laughs> he um he's still got a little baby face. I don't, do you find him attractive? I find him attractive. I think he's cute. Not at all whatsoever. I would <laughs> okay, put him in the boom. same category as Sharpay's brother. <laughs> <laughs> And that is Sharpay of High School Musical. <laughs> For those who aren't familiar. I would put that him in the so same funny. category as Zoe 101's little brother. Okay, so you think he should have been playing the assistant that ends up with Tad, essentially. He is so not my cup of tea. He's definitely got um, chubby little cheeks, which are very like well, dad He's got a cartoonish face. I think he's cute. Uh, okay but but i like you ripping on him i'm i've been honestly i was very kind watching this movie so i actually need you to be the devil here he is running a shit resort i guess like near the good resort the belmont resort's the good one cordover street runs the shit north star what's it called whatever the north star lodge the nsl snl (laughs) nsl and he owns the resort. Um, he's like a ski guy. The dad, Belmont, and is a ski guy too. They meet on the mountain. He's like, but Mr. Belmont, can I can I get some money from you? My resort's not doing so good. He's trying to get Mr. Belmont to invest in his fledgling lodge. And and they're like, let's race to the bottom. I honestly, at this point, I'm typing so quickly. I'm just typing exposition because we're finding out he owns the lodge. It sucks. Mr. Belmont owns the Belmont Lodge. It's good. He wants money from him. He's saying like, a lot, a lot, a lot. They're chatting about business. The CGI when they're skiing is <laughs> don't actually, you know what? What am I saying about SFX? Um, okay. They're chatting about ski chalet, the biz, the biz. One of the funniest things he says, Cordover Street's like, sir, your resort caters to people that are good skiers that have been experts i've been doing it for a long time but what about the people that are just starting skiing they need a place to go to that they can it's like why are we equating like just starting skiing with like not able to afford do you know what i mean it's such a weird no, well, totally. cause it's to not champion like the most expensive fancy resorts are the ones for expert skiers he's it's like clearly we can see part of why this guy's business is so failing. Fuck. He doesn't even understand the basic concept of what's going on at a ski lodge. He's talking about beginner skiers. We don't have starter ski lodges and yes, expert ski lodges. Yes, thank you. He's literally talking they're about all ski lodges. They're all and skiers. The people who come, they're all skiers. It doesn't skiers. matter about your ability <laughs> the level. skill level. You don't need they, that to sign they into don't a say hotel. Black. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say give me your credit That's card and also like. your black diamond like <laughs> your ski license. tag. But <laughs> and like exactly and also too like give me your black Amex and your black diamond. <laughs> He's literally like Pass. sir think of the people who are just starting to ski as if they're like sick children like the way he's talking about championing for these people is so bizarre. The sport that is so costly. To so do. costly and like so doesn't matter about your ability like it, it's so fucking funny and there's already a barrier to entry if you can't even afford <laughs> the equipment let alone exactly. going to one of these resorts and like what who on earth would be like i better stay at the shit resort where i can ski poorly amongst <laughs> like what the fuck does that mean it makes no sense but he's talking about it like he's fucking mother Teresa helping these poor beginner skiers who have nowhere else to go i was howling well, 
And he's also trying to convince yeah to give him Beauregard money. That, well, he's tr- he's actually trying to convince him, and honestly, this is kind of genius and for him to do because it's scammer. Yeah, he's trying to convince him this will actually help you because the people who come to mind to learn how to ski will get <laughs> funneled to no. yours once they become experts. It's skiers, not like which trickle- is where experts see <laughs> skiers go. I hate it's an this. MLM. Okay. Corridor Overstreet is running the bottom level of an MLM <laughs> where he is going to make these skiers good enough that they can check into the other hotel based on their skill level. And then he'll get more business. Okay. So we go back to Lilo. We get like a full team with walkie talkies. Miss Belmont's on the move. Loving this. She looks amazing. <laughs> okay. I, I said, why am I simultaneously feeling bad for her, but also having chills because I'm loving <laughs> this scene. her slow-mo walking okay, like slow-mo in a exit sick down outfit. the runway yeah okay she's in this like i mean crazy crazy outfit yeah doesn't make any sense for the climate she's in but um <laughs> so she looks amazing honestly it did give me chills I and know. excitement of like yes she's back this is my girl she's back but she's not She's and a, then very quickly yeah. it dissipated because she, uh, Court Overstreet knocks into her and she goes, oh no, my, <laughs> and this was one of, this was another kind of name that I was hung up on. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and, this, and this is supposed to be a designer brand that is mentioned multiple times throughout the movie. Oh no, my Valen Yawk. <laughs> <laughs> Valenyagi. Yes. <laughs> oh no, my Valenyagi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh golly. <laughs> and again, it's like this is a fucking this, this is a Valenyagi. <laughs> Yeah, we can we play could this. Play this game. You need a like, better designer okay, name. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, what would be a good designer name? Guess what we're gonna end up with in eighteen minutes. Slither, Valenyagi. We're gonna end right back up with Valenyagi. <laughs> the smallest little drip of whipped cream, like a plop <laughs> of whipped cream. He spills. His whole coffee goes everywhere. We we pan. She goes, "My Valenyagi." It's a plop, a perfect <laughs> plop of whipped cream. It's a dollop. Okay, whipped cream, which famously doesn't stain. But also whipped cream of which, what the hell was this grown-ass man drinking? Not to be that well, girl, but... Well, not know what he was drinking? We know what he was drinking. What was he drinking? He was drinking a complimentary hot chocolate that was provided to him by Bel... Uh, Beauregard... <laughs> Beauregard... <laughs> That's a mouthful. Beauregard Belmont. <laughs> He, Beauregard Belmont, when he's mentoring, when he's being pitched Ugh. by Cord, he summons over what seems to be a woman whose job is expressly to give hot chocolates to people. He, very much a la the Santa Claus Judy. Yes, styles. she's Judy. He calls her over and says, two, two hot chocolates, please." On the rock, and then she, she comes back with the hot chocolates, gives him one, and then Beauregard so smugly goes. That's on the house. Okay, you've seen this movie seven times now. How the fuck do you remember all that? I didn't even. I. I. You know what? I check out on those little tidbits. Well, because it threw me for a loop. I'm saying, oh my god, he's really making a meal out of the fact he He gave him a hot chocolate. But there's always a reason in those movies because they always. It always has to fucking. They can never make anything subtle. It's always right in your face. The other thing too. 
Um, I'm questioning now, who am I to judge someone drinking hot chocolate? What brainwashed thing did I have where well, it's only attractive if a grown man drinks black coffee? Uh, I Honestly, I completely agree. What is and that? I'm sorry about it, but I had a bunch of adults ordering hot chocolate <sighs> for me recently. and Something not right. I, and I said to them, I have no respect for you. <laughs> Get out. Get out now. <laughs> and then HR was brought in, but I... <laughs> It was worth it because I, was I fired. needed to know. I do. I completely agree. It's sinister. I do not think a bunch of adults should be ordering hot chocolate. There's something about if you hot chocolate is for the privacy of your own home. Get a mocha. If I served two people hot chocolate and then an hour later heard there was a murder on the street, I'd call the cops and say, "I don't know if this is connected, but I just <laughs> served two adults um, hot chocolate midday uh, for well, a midday treat." And you know who would have been the prime suspect? I had a guy order two in a row. One's not enough. One's not enough. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know what and that he is. he would go straight to the top of my suspect list. Honestly, 911. What's your emergency? Okay. The explanation of what an influencer is here. As if oh. it's as if are boomers writing these sketches. I literally wrote, <laughs> they are talking about influencers as if we just experienced the advent of the internet they have been around for about 15 years now um it's they are making such a meal of the term selfie it's a boomer as if it was just Just. invented the selfie was in merriam merriam webster like 11 years ago like it's this the i'm an influencer (laughs) gag is so telltale of like okay someone someone over 50 is in the writing room And then, and then the picture, the pic, that this is the other thing they always do with influencers. They hold the phone, take a selfie, and then they always do a peace sign like that. And that's how you know that character equal influencer. They always are going selfie. Eh. It's like this culture has evolved so much beyond this dumbass portrayal uh, of what an influencer is. And the dad being like, "What the hell's an influencer?" I'm sorry, Beauregard Belmont works at the top hotel, and you're telling me this man hasn't worked with influencers to be like, "You're telling me he hasn't given, given free, free stays rooms to to influencers." Exactly. It's so cringe. I don't know. Like, leave the influencers. Oh my alone. god, this whole character they made for Tad. So this is was... Tad, the boyfriend of Lindsay. <sighs> They're all, her dad and Lindsay are having dinner. The dad doesn't like him essentially is what happens north star lodge okay there is one line here that cord overstreet says uh his daughter and the daughter's grandma aka his mother-in-law and him work at this lodge the mom dead r.i.p she's gone she's been dead for two years i want to scream from the top (laughs) do it let's hear it what are you upset about return of oh what did you a think? A big ass SD. You think that he was going to be singled by divorce? Hell no. Because that's not Christmas. He's got to be single by death. A widower. SD. 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 You know who else is an SD? <laughs> Lindsay's dad. Fattest SD, SD situation. SD. They do double SD in we this movie. We have two They're back to back. SD yes. is not enough Bring Bring them in as many as we can fit in our mouths. (laughs) They ram SD culture down our throats. It's fucked, frankly. Honestly, it's kind of like exploitative because (laughs) because you know the early two thousands were kind of the the heyday of SD culture in movies and. 
We saw it I mean, kind Lindsay, of slow down. Lindsay has probably she's had millions. It, of Lindsay single has dads. had SDs yeah. in in old flicks yes, back yeah. in those early two thousands. Life size. That's a hard SD. Parent trap, kind of. Yeah, she does try to fix that, but yeah, <laughs> she does. Uh, she's got a single mom, single mom, and, and Freak Friday. Friday. Uh, anyway, shut up. She's got tons. We all know SDs were coming out of our assholes, assholes our back when we were doing some some of those movies. Yeah, and they now are bringing it back for her return to the screen too. They're going can't have Lindsay without an SD. It's like yes, you can. You don't need two of them. We don't well, even need one. They're trying to they're trying to seize on millennial nostalgia. You know what's huge too is these Xmas movies love to widow a dad oh my nothing screams santa and cookies more than a dead mom and widowed dad truly heart they heart, love heart it heartwarming romantic chicken soup for the soul is a dead parent. oh they love it and they always do just passed away recently enough that he's sad and it's still sexy but not not so soon that he's still like really grieving about it I, it's a very calculated and disgusting soon but also far enough away that the kid has to say i wanted grandma's taking me to here remember mom used to take us there i'm ready for you to have a new girlfriend dad <laughs> some uh I, I, alex i'll take 400 for things kids would never say <laughs> um one of the lines he okay. says here uh, sorry, kiddo, I can't come. I'll have to take a snow check. <laughs> <laughs> I fell off my chair. Oh, okay. Wow, I missed that one. Sorry, kiddo. I missed that little gem. Uh, sorry, kiddo. It looks like you guys will have to go to, and, and I don't even want to get into this, the wishing tree. What's that? What the oh hell is God. that Sorry, Christmas I'm tradition? So stuck on snow check. And then he goes, like, I'll have to take a snow. Her new- I'll have to take a snow check. <sighs> These people fucking live, breathe, and eat Christmas. That's her norm. That's her norm. It's that's sick. all she's ever known is snow check. She doesn't know what rain is. That's why the term rain check doesn't even exist. resonate with her. It's like those things were in different cultures. They don't even have a word for rain check. It's snow <laughs> check. It's fully. They're eating, breathing, sleeping Christmas all day long. I'd be shocked if those Xmas trees weren't up all year long. And and I'd be suffering as a sufferer of Christmas <laughs> tree syndrome. Very sick. I'll take a snow check. Little grandma, dead mom, hometown dad overworked. What's on the grandma? I <laughs> I don't know. Was taking issues. <laughs> I was taking some issue with the grandma. <laughs> Everything in this movie. I was taking issue with it. What were you taking issue specifically with with the with the G ma? Um, her acting. Okay. <laughs> yep. It's Mostly a lot. The acting. It's a lot. Um, it was <sighs> clearly they weren't giving the note. Maybe pull back a little. <laughs> I mean, that goes for all the actors. Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, every line she had was so dramatic, too. Though it's in the writing and it's in the acting. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. There's like one scene where she's crying later on. It's like Jesus um, Christ! Like, what am I oof. watching? Yeah, it's a lot. But I mean, I guess I, I guess I've come to know it well. <laughs> oh my God! I just I wrote here. Oh no, he works inside a failing snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> the angel in the desk. That's okay. okay. The angel in the background of the wall. The, the, the angel, the angel in the desk drawer. That is, is a, a book. That is a book for that the I dead read. Wife. Yeah. 
<laughs> the angel in the desk that's put away but not fully let go of no no it's equal it's not put away at wife. all it's in the top drawer of his yes. desk he pulls the drawer open she's in full view she's massive yes and, big angel and he pulls it over and it's kind of like oh god the sight of her the angel in the top drawer of my desk <laughs> the unsuspecting stranger um, <laughs> um okay Hearst, okay, we go to the car. Lindsay's got a dead mom and Cord over she's got a dead wife. Uh they're in the car. We do get a little um we get a mean girls call back here. And Lindsay is with in the car with her boyfriend Tad. They're headed up to the mountains. And she does sing Jingle Bell Rock at the same part that she would sing it in Mean Girls, where it goes, What a bright time, it's the right time. Okay, I want to slap myself in the face because I that. didn't even put that together. And I knew it was the exact part where she starts singing I... in the movie. Wow, that's really crazy. And... I did not put that together. Yeah. I will say my friend Kate reached out and said, I hated it. Lindsay was not good in it. And she tries to do a Mean Girls callback at one part. So I was a little bit primed for okay, it. see, I didn't put that together. And so I was kind of like... Oh, God. Did she insist on singing. having a little voice well, cameo? She does have a song that she full-blown sings at the very end, and it plays over the credits. Oh, yeah, she's singing I at the end. Oh, yeah. Hers, oh, I didn't clock that. I, I, I did actually laugh a little. Like, I don't know. Maybe I Well, was... so is she trying to revamp a potential... At least a Christmas album, I think, would probably be coming on the horizon. Because it wasn't casual singing. No. It was like, no, and it's, here's an opportunity for you to exhibit your voice. No, and it's not um, it's not casual at the end either. It's a fully developed, produced Christmas song. I wouldn't be shocked if she came out with a Spotify like, Lindsay's Christmas, and she like sings. Um, okay, her singing Jingle Bell Rock and him going, mm, you're pitchy. You're a little pitchy. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of liking this character. There's something he feels aware that the movie is terrible, if that makes sense. I wasn't getting you're going the opposite. Okay. I was getting that he's really giving it. He's having the time. He's giving it. He's like, this is my role of a lifetime. Okay, maybe that's why I'm drawn to him then, because that is an energy that I have never been able to have with regards to anything I do. Oh, that takes a level of commitment that I could. It's why I'm a horrible actor is because I cannot. I don't have the vulnerability to commit to something that much. Totally. And this guy, as much as a lot of his performance, I found way too much and found him to be a clown he is at the same time i i gotta give it up because this guy was not resting on his laurels no he was pulling out all the stops we're talking physical comedy he was using every tool in his toolbox and his toolbox and maybe that is why i was drawn to his energy because as we all know i am a psychic vampire i don't have any of my own thoughts or ideas or energy i suck them all from other people okay cord on the carriage the girl looks like lauren lapkus ah (laughs) what's simultaneously happening is cord overstreet is taking this young couple out for a romantic sleigh ride and his basically resort is run by him the grandma and the little kid and that's literally it this place should actually be going under but whatever there's no housekeeping it's staff. so fucked there's, honestly there's no kitchen staff. and they make the grandma do all the housekeeping which i'm like Ugh, what are the implications of that tad he's being austin powers 
Oh, okay, that's what I wrote. He's slipping <laughs> into a It's all smoke and mirrors, baby. Oh, baby. Sean, Sean literally walked by at that point. He goes, that Austin Powers? <laughs> he is slipping into full-on Austin Powers accent. It's so baby, funny. Baby, come on, baby. It's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> um, they're talking about just posing for pictures, even though she can't ski, because that's what influencers do. He's taking her to a remote spot. At the same same time, we're also seeing the little girl, the daughter, and she's with a creepy, creepy, crawly Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thoughts on this we, Santa? Okay, so what they have constructed here for a character is a classic, 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 classic character. We see it in yes. one of oh. my most loathed movies Christmas of all the time, crank. Christmas with the Cranks. That Santa was Santa. like that was like a kind of like well, skinny alcoholic Santa. Okay, it was a Santa esque spirit. A Santa's Santa's ghost spirit was in that a Santa stand-in. Yeah. Thank Whereas you. Whereas we have actually had before in other movies that I can't think of right now, but there's a yeah. million of them yeah. where we have a kind of a, a seemingly fake mall santa who fake actually mall. there's a or, glimmer um, in his eye he's got the bell he's, he's collecting actually, uh, he's salvation, salvation army, army. salvation army undercover santa <laughs> okay so we've got a classic yes. classic undercover santa situation yes but with a modern twi- this? <laughs> twist which i did not appreciate one I single hate bit i, I call, hated I call it. this I hated fisherman's it. friend santa <laughs> okay, okay so <laughs> i said modernized santa yes. with a peacoat and a newsy hat <laughs> he's a newsy and santa al- honestly also possibly a prosthetic nose okay i don't know what the fuck was going <laughs> on with that face quality about this man's face that <laughs> made me furious <laughs> it's the valley of the uncanny when you look at him i don't know if they did they do self-tanner on him and really rosy him up is the nose actually that bulbous uh they real the eyes are so blue they did something fucked to this man's face <laughs> something In- <laughs> so unsettling about his face he looks honestly like modern day like crate and barrel like <laughs> newsy popper (laughs) but also kind of like fisherman like dock man santa (laughs) and i hate i was gonna say i hate these like barbie santas where it's like we've got dr santa now we have no, um no, policeman santa no let's just keep do him the same santa. let's just do classic santa. and i'm looking at you yorkdale doing fucking sexy santa i feel like this sexy santa sexy young santa at yorkdale i don't want to see fashion santa i don't want to see xanta <laughs> I want your classic, regular, one-size-fits-all Santa. Your Coke bottle of the 1950s Santa. (laughs) Stop putting him in a fucking scarf and newsy cap. Oh, Oh my my God. God, You think we don't recognize him? Oh, my God, this peacoat. That couldn't be Santa. He's got modern clothes on. That peacoat looks like it's from (laughs) H&M, early day H&M. I feel like friends of mine in junior high had this peacoat. <laughs> one of my friends actually had this exact coat in green um i think i had I it in purple it. i'm not fucking kidding why is this I man absolutely hate it 
I really don't like it. Let's just. I I'm really a conservative <laughs> about this now. Keep so Santa, Santa. <laughs> yes. Back in the day he, when men were men and Santas were Santas. <laughs> he, he comes into the mix and it's so disturbing. And meanwhile, we've got a tad Austin Powers proposing to Lindsay. Um, and Cord Overstreet is giving a ride to those people. Well, those are the and three I'm events. also so when when Tad is giving her this ring and it's this huge kind of costume jewelry esque ring, I'm saying, holy shit, this guy is 100 percent a Tinder swindler. Totally, he is <laughs> yeah. screaming Tinder swindler. Totally, to me. even the 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 voice, the fake clothes, it's all there. It's a full blown Tinder swindler. So it's Tinder swindler situation. Um, that we go back to the Santa and guess what? He does a magic. He does a Santa magic and he blows wind. I didn't understand what okay, happened so, there at all. Oh, okay. So they're at the wishing tree, Olivia. You know that um old tradition of Christmas where Yeah, we you, all go to the wishing the tree. The wishing tree, you know. And you put your wish on a thing and put it on the tree. And then Santa blows his magic wind. <laughs> and the magic wind blows Lindsay off the cliff, the top of the mountain. So Lindsay gets blown off the mountain and flies back on her skis. I don't have words. I don't have words. It's fun. It's so out there that it's almost art house. Like, it almost comes back around <laughs> to being good film now. <laughs> it's comedic in nature but i don't think intentionally it's kind no. of like the hot rod scene where he's <laughs> yeah. falling down a hill for seven years it's, it's so that, funny but like the beginning is green screen yeah where he's like kind of trying to grab her hand and the rings falling off it's so bad it's special so effects. funny and then we've got a body double falling brutally down the hill and it ends with her bashing her head into a tree she looks like a dead body okay Lindsay's wearing a hot pink fluorescent which i'm saying i'm clapping and going number one safety when we go out up to the hills guys we're wearing bright colors because what happens thank you mount everest and i know you're knowing that all the dead bodies they find on everest you need the only ones they find are the brightly colored ones and you know that well <laughs> we and i that. did write thank god she was thank in that god that's because why they do it that's why cordo Cord- guys finds her in his sleigh thank you and this is the biggest christmas message of them all if you're not wearing bright colors to the mountains they will not be able to recover your dead body. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, so they find her body. They're like, holy shit, is she dead? Um, she, again, she does look dead. Cord over street is like, ah, he runs over. Well, first she's just in- unconscious. So he takes her in the sleigh with Lauren Lapkus and Lauren, Lauren Lapkus' Lapkus is husband. Yeah. And they go to the folksiest health clinic you've ever seen i wouldn't take a fucking vitamin from this hospital i have I- i'm sorry why do we have wreaths in all the fucking okay rooms? I- I was are they saying, sterile so 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 there's there are tinsel tinsel things decorating every computer it's every hospital protocol. bed i'm saying i'm <laughs> i'm saying how are the how are the families of the dying patients feeling about this? Yeah, this is not appropriate. It's a bit distasteful. I'm also going, uh, hey guys, there's a fucking uh, Christmas bulb that fell into my IV thing and now it's trying to get into my veins. Thanks a lot. Uh, we don't need a wreath above someone's bed. 
we see Lindsay in this dirty small hospital, but it's supposed to be cute and folksy, but it, it's actually kind of alarming. The dumbest bandage on her little head. Um, that bandage is doing nothing. That bandage is doing nothing. It's not even bloody. And guess what? She doesn't remember her name. She doesn't remember who she is. We've got a cop. We've got a doctor and we've got Cordover Street and this gal don't remember a dang thing. She literally knows nothing and I don't want to get into okay it's a mad live production (laughs) this is where the film takes a complete 180 is that half it takes a complete 180 into (laughs) into horror a different territory territory. (laughs) because (laughs) because we've got a sheriff and a doctor okay the whole town (laughs) releasing an amnesiac patient into the custody of a complete fucking Thank stranger. You. This is akin to when the teens are going up to the cabin and they stop for gas and the the guy at the gas station goes, sure, just keep going right up that way. And it turns out the gas station guy is the one fucking <laughs> calling the shots and sending them up well, to that murder cabin. This is akin to this movie that I've never been able to get through with Brenda Song, where she is in an accident, (laughs) loses her memory, and then winds up with a guy pretending to be her husband. Oh my god, I read that book. What is it called? Before I fall asleep? Before I wake up or some shit? I don't think Brenda Song's movie is based off of any type of literature. (laughs) There's one with nicole kidman and colin there's one where colin firth plays the husband and guess what it's not the fucking husband and this woman lost her memory spoiler tale as as old as time and And he's got nefarious intentions just so you guys all know so initially it actually doesn't seem that cord has nefarious intentions but no no i don't want her to come with me I mean, I guess she has to. Well, and like then he the kind do- of is no, like, and then the doctor says, "Well, we don't want her here." Yeah, that's the town. That's the whole town is working together. They're feeding women through this pipeline of memory issue, <laughs> where I think she just was knocked unconscious by the tree. Then they inserted a memory uh, solvent, <laughs> and I do have a degree in science. They inserted a memory solvent into her veins, which made her forget her memories, a la. How many people do you think have skiing accidents, especially young women out on the slopes? In this town? Thank you. They all do. And then they spe- all okay. go through oh, the hospital. God. They get their memory His erased. resort is for beginner skiers. North. They are the ones having the most <laughs> He is corralling young women. His, his resort is specifically catering. And if you scramble the, if you scramble the letters of North Star Lodge, <laughs> it's we kill women here. <laughs> And so they send her on her merry forgotten way and With the whole town's in on it. Complete. <laughs> okay. I don't even stranger. think they're in a hospital. I think this is a secluded room in the freaking North Star Lodge that she's being treated in. And then well, they take her out to the like car. They take her out to the car. They blindfold her. They drive around in circles and then back out. <laughs> um okay the other thing too i don't want to get too scientific we all know i'm very much a science nuts and bolts (laughs) but what of her memory has she forgotten because it gets very murky as we go at first it's like she's forgotten her name loss is murky by nature okay i love that 
I love that professor. I think that's actually... naughty by nature, but murky <laughs> by nature. I love that story. With memory. Okay, Cordover Street's name is Jake Russell. Okay, I literally couldn't be more a serial uh, killer. Okay. Is Jake J- Russell a serial J- killer? Jake Russell? Yet Kern- again, another Colonel name. Russell Williams. <laughs> another name that stuck out like a sore thumb. Jake, uh, Jake Russell. Russell was not working for me. And yes, it is the perfect serial killer name. That person has killed seven people. Jake Russell. Ted Bundy. Jake Russell. They shared a cell. Those two are best friends. <laughs> <laughs> The hospital kicks her out. She's in the hands of Jake Russell. Tad making a wilderness survival video with dumpy dumpy music playing and being like, womp, womp, womp. There's a squirrel. I'm scared. When in reality, this is actually a terrifying fucking situation. Like imagine being lost, underdressed in the wilderness. And this movie is making it seem like he stubbed his widow toe. His performance here as he gives... A, a kind of last dying video um it's sketch followers. it's sketch we're on <laughs> honestly i was kind of like <laughs> resentfully smiling sort of trying to suppress a smirk because it was kind of funny and yet i still hated it <laughs> it's hateable but like you know what he's there to play a role they gave him a script and this is what he could do with it. And that's probably the smallest window. They probably were like, you got to make it big and goofy, yada, yada. And this man came to bat. <laughs> goofy was the number one goofy. character trait Goof. in the character breakdown. Because when they- <laughs> next up, next up, we see him. He, he finally finds salvation at a little fishing shack in the middle of a frozen lake. Yeah, which I love. And he startles a fisherman in his little shack and the fisherman is so startled he throws his tackle box at at tad's head and about 50 lures affix themselves to his head's face (laughs) his hood um and then we we are it is confirming okay he's the class it's a jester the clown of the movie the cult jester has arrived I do love that they follow this character. Normally in these movies, they let go of the ex-boyfriend really easily. Even in your, you know, even in your straight rom-com where it's like, um, I'm thinking of Sweet Home Alabama with the McDreamy as the husband in the beginning. We see him and then he's gone and then he comes back at the end to get dumped. Like normally they don't follow these characters, but in this movie, they really follow this guy. Well, I actually found it kind of like a half-hearted attempt because you'd go so long without seeing him. It would be like 20 minutes and you'd be like, guess we're never seeing him again. And then they'd bring him back for like a 30-second stint. And it's not really adding. Yeah. No, it's not adding. I guess they were like, this is the comedic levity of the movie. I mean... <laughs> and to That's each his kind, own. Yeah. <laughs> um, OMG, don't tell me the grandma is the sole housekeeper of the whole resort. There are presents under the tree in the little girl's room and in Lindsay's room and all over the hotel. Who are those presents for? They well, better be fake props. boxes wrapped. Okay. They're definitely fake boxes. There are like over 65 trees in this hotel, fully decorated. And you're telling me these guys are having money problems? Well, take it from someone who if who would also spend that much money on trees and decorations if she could. Don't do it. If you're managing a resort, 
fucking sell some of those trees dog those things go for what did you say 120 for a tree there's kind of a short shelf life for trees they look fake tbh well, I think he inherited them with oh, the rest of the Oh, think he inherited resort. the fake ones? Okay, that's he fair. He hasn't bought those. Okay, also... I'm literally um, thinking about putting them on Facebook Marketplace and selling them, but... Lilo wakes up at this at this mystery resort slash hostage place, and she wakes up... So, we the opening of the film, we see her wake up with an eye, a beautiful silk eye mask. Totally this place <laughs> Night she wakes day. up with a sock on her head okay, she wakes up with it. a sock over her eyes because she's not at the belmont anymore the, okay uh, she's at the north star lodge and silk as we all know eye masks they're only accessible to rich people let's put those shots side by side because we really need the audience to see belmont rich good <laughs> and this new little one north star sock bad little not not rich and bad um and she wakes up there she goes to the window she sees a, ra- a raccoon and she does a physical stunt beyond belief where she flies back in her chair <laughs> rolls over it and gets up much like me last week in winners and uh, much like olivia doing little cow in nordstrom i think we're gonna end it there so Lindsay has just arrived at the resort that's literally (laughs) an hour and 45 minutes so okay we'll end it there we're gonna pick up next week with part two and then the other two we do this month we'll try to get in one and um I mean do you guys care actually let us know if you care because I know some people hate two-parters but if our pals don't mind them then whatever I don't care. A Lilo Netflix special demands it. Bro, I'm shocked we're not doing like a five-part special series <laughs> special. live show where you guys sleep over, you watch us talk about it. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to end it there. Thanks so much. Send us in your recommendations. Also, seriously send in if you hate two parts. It's okay if you do. Let us know. We love the feedback. We appreciate it. We appreciate fearless feedback. Fearless feedback, but with kindness. What's yes, with, with a heavy dose of kindness. Yeah. Um, and don't tell us if we're bad. Just don't even listen if you don't like us. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us. Uh, follow us on social media. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. Honestly, we're having fun on there now. The sex bots are liking some of our stuff. We have um, actually like five or six friends now. So things are getting a little bit groovy over there. Um, TikTok, dead. But you know what? <laughs> Uh, and Instagram, the party's on Instagram, y'all. <laughs> um, so come follow us. We are at 30 going 13. You can follow my personal, Maddie Foley, M-A-D-D-Y, F-O-L-E-Y. I was also on a two-second thing of an episode of Heartland this past weekend, just at the two seconds, just at the very end. We'll see what happens in the future. I can't say much. Where um, can we watch that? Is it online? It's on CBC. CBC Jam, okay, if you're in Canada. Great. I'm on episode 10, just at the very end, just for a quick two seconds. I don't have anything else. Let's just do a sign-off for this and get a hell out of here. Okay, what would your sign-off be? I actually don't know. I feel really like I'm in, said, the, I'm in the work. It's all smoke and mirrors, baby. It's all smoke and mirrors, baby. We hope you have a great week. We hope you're having had a good one last week. We hope you have a good one next one, and we'll be there for you next week. And Oh, <laughs> oh no, oh. sorry. Uh, sorry, okay. I have a different okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, my Valenyagi. <laughs> Nyagi. Nyoki. We'll see okay, you next week. Oh, the babies are crying. Nuts. Oh, poor babe. What does he want? A Valenyagi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's crying out for Valenyagi.